I just want to jump into the word and encourage everybody. I've just been feeling like, you know, so many people, wherever I turn, are, are going through something. And that's a part of life, but even all the more with all that's been happening around the world, around the country. So I just want to ask you some questions or start off just kind of thinking about your life and where you are and your situation. And if you are feeling defeated, this is the word for you. If you're in a place where you're feeling pretty good, but you feel like, hey, I need some more of the Lord, I mean, we can always use more of God's word. So you may have been feeling that feeling constantly of feeling defeated, and you're wondering what in the world happened, what, what has happened here, what came upon me that snuck up out of nowhere, you didn't even see it coming, and you're just wondering, how could this happen? Even sometimes we walk right into a trap, you know, the old movies where they got the booby traps and stuff like that, or Indiana Jones, they walk right into a trap, didn't even know it. And, you know, I've even went to a meeting recently with, uh, hopefully I'm in the camera shot because I like to walk, but there was a bunch of pastors there, and it's a monthly gathering that I go to uh, sometimes, and it's a really good time. But when I went to the meeting, one of the things was is I could see and even hear verbally from some of the pastors that they said, man, I'm just tired. I'm tired. And, you know, we need to pray for one another. But guys, and even some guys said, pray for me. So it was really special, the guys praying over each other and all of us just going around and praying for one another. And I could feel it strongly. And one of those ways is because, you know, a pastor's heart, you know. Pastor Charlie has a heart to just love on people and reach out to people and care for them. And that's something that's special that God wants to see happen among us. And the reason is, is because of the love that Jesus has through us. So I, I noticed that. And we've got a lot of other things going on. As he talked about, there's a lot of social unrest and injustice. The pandemic has been going on continuously. And countries are talking about rising up against each other. We've got financial crisis. We've got on my notification every week, oh, five more new homes in Newport News with foreclosures, you know, on the market. And I'm like, wow. And then you've got these households with division going on. You've got the whole technology issue as you're looking around and you're going, man, with, with the schoolwork and all this Zoom stuff, it's crazy. I've talked to many parents. A lot say it's going good, but even teachers are like, man, it is, it is work. Some of my really good friends are teachers, and they said it ain't no joke, and it's, and it's not the same as being in person. So we're all kind of going through that season of like, all right, God, we've really got to hold on to you tight. So I just want to share with you some encouraging words. I know that started out like, all right, where are you going? But in Second Chronicles chapter 20, that's in the Old Testament, I want to share a story with you. And it starts out in verse 1, and it's talking about King Jehoshaphat. And he was the king of Judah in the Bible. And so here's what we got. And I always like to encourage people to kind of get a visual or, or picture it in their mind. You can even close your eyes, don't fall asleep. But just picture what we're talking about here. All right, so starting off. The Moabites, the Ammonites, with some of the Munites, came to war against Jehoshaphat. Verse 2, some people came along and they told Jehoshaphat, now you picture someone coming up and running up to you and saying, there's a vast army that is coming up against you. 
and they are coming to attack you. And they're actually coming from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. And they're already coming from Engedi, if I'm even saying that right. But it's like an oasis in the desert, a beautiful place. But Jehoshaphat, when he heard all of this, right away he was like alarmed. It caught him by surprise. And he right away went to the Lord. That was one thing that was very special about King Jehoshaphat. He went to the Lord in verse 3, and he could proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. And the people of Judah, they came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Now, if you go back to verse 17, it talks about how he sent out leaders to go among all the different towns and to do teaching. And the people of Judah, they had really not been studying like they should. So Jehoshaphat actually got out there and he started getting leaders to go amongst through every town. And they taught throughout Judah, taking with them the book of the law of the Lord. This is chapter 17, verse 9. They went around to all the towns of Judah and they taught the people the books of the law. It makes me think about where we are in the Lord. This is something God's just speaking to me right now. And even right before this was starting, more and more, he was putting this on my heart, that when you're walking with Christ, you can come into a place with God at the snap of a finger that you say, it's time to do war. It's time to go before the Lord. It's time to get in his presence. It's time to fast and it's time to pray. So this is what they said going back to Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. This is jumping ahead from verse 4 to verse 12. Our God, will you not judge them? These people are trying to attack us. What did we do? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We have no power in the physical to feel like we can fight against this pandemic or some of this stuff that's going on with racial injustice and different things like that. But listen, it says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. We got to go straight to the throne. That's what we've been doing every Wednesday night. I've been observing. I do the cameras a lot. And I'm like, you know, it's good that it's been like, let's go right in and get the focus on God and ask him to make a way where there seems to be no way. Verse 13, it says, all the men of Judah with their wives and their children and little ones stood there before the Lord. I feel like some of that is because of the teaching and training that they have been given. Continue to stay in the teaching and training that you're in. If you are studying the word, don't quit. If you're in a small group with some friends, Don't stop doing that. It could be on Zoom, on the phone, whatever it is. If you're doing it through email or text, continue to share them. Continue to keep coming here. Continue to watch online. Continue to do that. So then verse 14, the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Madaniah, a Levite, and descendant of Asaph as he stood in the assembly. And here's what he said. Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, This is what the Lord says to you. Don't be afraid or be discouraged because of this vast army. I know if I heard that and I had a vast army coming after me. Jehoshaphat had a lot of military men. This was a, when they say vast, this was a huge army. If I had heard that, just the comfort and peace of God would be coming over me. It says for the battle, not just that, is not yours but it's God's. This battle with all these things happening, 
a lot of us, I feel like, are trying to carry it. Like those pastors, when I looked around at them, I didn't even mention that when one guy said, I'm tired, and another guy said, yeah, I looked, and there was 25 of those guys there, a lot of them were nodding their heads like, and they were crying out, and we were just seeking the Lord. And you can see like, man, people are going through it and just need prayer and need to get before God. And remember that the battle is not ours. Because I don't know about you, but during this pandemic and all this crazy stuff that's going on with division in the world and uh, we, need, we needing more race reconciliation, that has been hard for me sometimes where I've just been like, Lord, Jesus, come on. You got to do something. You got to come through. So verse 16, it says, tomorrow, march down against them. They'll be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jericho. Verse 17, let me, let me remind you, you will not have to fight this battle. That's verse 17. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. So... Jehoshaphat, after that, he bowed down to the Lord with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. Even if we don't see it yet, God's going to do it. If you're in a struggle, in a situation, God's going to do it. We got to have faith. And Jehoshaphat, he said that next. He said, have faith in the Lord and have faith in God's prophets. He said, they are speaking by the Lord. These are appointed men. And you know what? I'm going to pull people in, and we're going to praise the Lord. And matter of fact, before we go, we're going to pull these people in to worship the Lord as we go to where the battle is at. So we have got to worship and praise the Lord. Like tonight, I, I was seeing that tonight very strongly, that no matter what the battle may look like, we have to go right to the battle with our hands lifted high in praise, maybe on our face, and before the Lord. So I just want you to think about that tonight. So when he appointed these men, they went out in front of the army and they began praising God. And the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, these, these armies that were coming after him, they ended up destroying one another. And then they, one army turned on the next army and then they turned on themselves and killed each other. And the people of Judah and Jerusalem didn't even have to fight. Just imagine you go out, and the Lord will do it. You feel like you're going to have to do something. You say, Lord, you're just going to have to give me the strength to do this. And God says, oh, you think you're going to do it? Now, I know when we pray that prayer, God knows what we're saying. If we're praying it out of, Lord, you know, not me, but you. Your power is made perfect in weakness. You are my strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. But that was a moment where God said, I'm going to do it. So when the men of Judah and Jerusalem came to the place that overlooks the desert, all they saw were the dead bodies. There was so much for them, plunder, valuables to take, that it took four days for them to take it and bring it back. And they all went back to Jerusalem. This is verse 27. And they joyfully, for the Lord, had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They were rejoicing and they had joy over the Lord because... They were over to, able to overcome their enemies. And they're just praising God, and it's not like, yeah, look what I did. We went out there. Mm, we got them. Instead, it's like, look what the Lord has done. Look what he has done. He showed up, 
and he worked in a great way. He did something great. In verse 29, it says that the, I want to read it straight here from the word, not from my notes. The fear of God came upon all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard how the Lord, the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. You know that song, we all know it now. It's very popular. You know, this is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. So when the enemy comes, don't forget that the Lord is the one that's fighting against the enemy. The enemy, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If you're watching online, I know there's a lot of people that watch online and they're not coming in person at the moment, which is fine. But if you are listening and you feel defeated, it's a lie. God's trying to tell each and every one of us in here, as well as you, every day that you're defeated. God ain't got nothing for you. The enemy's going to come in and he's going to take you out. But if you just seek the Lord and you turn to him, it says also, he said, have faith. We have to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We must have our faith. So you feel like you're being attacked on all sides. Has anybody felt like they've been going through a time where you've been feeling attacked on all sides? Am I the only one? Yeah, don't be afraid to raise your hand. The struggle is real, but let God take it. When you let the Lord teach you through his word and by his teachers and preachers, and when defeat seems to be coming, you'll be well-equipped in training. You have to put on the full armor of God. You'll be ready to do battle in prayer and fasting. He said, pray, fast, have faith, and bring it. We got to continue to bring it all before the Lord. So I just really wanted to share that with y'all tonight. I didn't want to take a lot of your time, but I just wanted to share with you that God loves us way more than we think he does. He's patient with us. He's got a plan for us, and he just wants us, I don't care how many years you've been living for the Lord, but have faith of a mustard seed. Too many people forget that scripture. Jehoshaphat, they went out in faith and believed. He said, have faith in the Lord that he will do it. He's going to take care of it. And uh, we went out and we beat them all and they all, you know, lost. And yeah, we had it going on. No, that's not what happened. God came and he fought the battle. And if you seek him, and it says, Lord, if you're here and you, you, you talk to the Lord and you're always saying, the Lord, thy God, I praise thee and I give you thanks. I hope you don't pray like that. If you do, okay. But you got to sit down sometimes and be real with God and just straight up talk to him. And here, I love how they said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And when your eyes are on the Lord, you can't go wrong. So I just want to pray and then I'm going to pass it back to Pastor Charlie. So let's just go before the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I know that people are struggling. They're going through it, Lord. There's pain from all kinds of different agendas that the enemy is trying to force on each one of us, Lord. But we thank you, Lord, that the victory is already in you, Lord. Jesus, you already came and gave your life so we could live. Jesus, you came out of love and laid your life down, Lord, so we could have life more abundantly. You came, Lord, 
to renew our minds, Lord, that you wanted to give us the mind of Christ. Whoever is listening out there, help them to remember they have the mind of Christ, Lord. Lord, help them to remember that these shackles or chains that they're wrapping around their arms, there's no lock. There's no key. They don't have chains, Lord. These chains aren't real, Lord. Help us to remember, Lord, that the enemy, all he wants to do is bring us down. But Lord, all you want to do is love us, Lord. We pray for your love to just penetrate our hearts tonight. I know somebody here needs you, Lord. And I pray that they would just turn it over to you, Lord. Everything that they've been dealing with, all the things that they feel like they just can't control, the people around them, Lord, that won't uh, come in line with the things that they're hoping for, Lord, or for them to interact or do the things that they want them to do in the way that they want them to do it, Lord, or even the ministries, Lord, that people are thinking about, Lord, that they want to do, but because of this COVID or this or that, Lord, is going on, or, or fear, so many dealing with fear, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will give us faith, Lord. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, but of power and a sound mind. And there's power in prayer. There's power in fasting, Lord. There's power in just having faith in you, Lord, knowing that you're in control. Lord, tonight, show somebody, Lord, tonight in their lives how you are there, Lord. Just show them, God. Show them. Thank you, Lord, for ministering tonight. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen.